your sacred space is where you can find yourself over and over again. Hello, fellow pilgrims, travelers on the funny path of life. Somehow, I'm feeling good, so I'm going to start um, the recording now for tomorrow morning. Had a couple of nice nap after a nice workout on the beach. And, uh, yeah, I'm feeling inspired. So, of course, today is music day, so... Can't Buy Me Love by The Beatles, the the best ever version outside of The Beatles, ever performed in the history of mankind. <laughs> by Anthony and his and the city guitar. Anyway, hopefully some of you might enjoy it. And um, also I'm going to do a little bit on... Um, a tree without roots. That's uh, something that jolted down quite a while ago. And uh, let's see if I can make something from it before it becomes calcified and petrified and putrefied and some kind of other euphied. Shall we? So I've had this topic that kind of keeps popping up and sometimes it almost sounds as if I am bothered by it, you know, or like I feel like there's something wrong because it does sound strange to me, you know, a tree without roots, you know, as a, as a human being. <laughs> We all have a family and we have things that we define ourselves with in terms of what we care, what's important, what we value. And here I am, 49 years of age, and finally coming to term with mine or being strong enough to honor and back them up. That being said a part of me still find it strange. Again, I keep going back into the same kind of pattern, the same field of, uh, of paradox for me. Like what's normal for most people, they have a family. That's for most people the most important. It's a bond, you know, that just... That's priority. Your family is your priority. And of course, if you have your own children, even more so than your parents, but, you know, your parents and your brothers, sisters, your cousin or whatever, you know, and of course, the more further away they go from you, for most of us, the less important, but they are very important. It's your blood family. And uh, I call that the roots, you know, part of your root system. You know, then you have your, again, like, you know, your husband or your wife and or your partner, whatever, or your children, or your very, very close friends, or whatever. Um, or in some cases, animals. You know, people look at animals and they are very, very important to them. So that doesn't matter. But whatever it is, connections that you make that become essentials. They become part of your foundation. And those become roots. And then you, as you grow, you are attached to those roots. You are connected. And uh, for me, it doesn't work that way. You know, when I think, I mean, okay, my dad died quite a while back, quite a few years ago, and, you know, my mother is still alive, not, <laughs> not, 
not doing very well, but uh, <laughs> hanging in there, still kicking and screaming. I don't know about kicking, but uh, at least screaming she can. And, you know, I still have my three sisters. Two of them are married. Uh, two of them have uh, two children apiece. At least one has a grandson. And uh, I just, uh, I have drifted away. And I'm not going to get into the whole uh, family dynamic. I mean, there's, there's no, yeah, I don't want to digress there. But that, to me, that's not a route, you know. Of course, they are my sisters. They will always be my sisters. And that's my mother. She will always be my mother. We actually have a bigger family, but we never grew up with them. My father wasn't connected, didn't keep in touch. He had a lot of siblings. And actually, I have step brothers and sisters, but I, we never knew them. So that part of his life, he completely cut it off. So we do have a big family, but the reality of it, our family is rather small. Uh, but regardless, I just don't have that bond. You know, and I was... Sometime I would either prime it or I would try to either justify or try to kind of, uh, you know, lure people quietly, trying to kind of express it, but in a way defending myself or feeling weird, not feeling that confident that this is just what I feel. This is what my reality, this is what my honest observation is. And I'm not saying it would or would not change, but yeah, my, that that part of my life, you know, my entry to my life, my whole childhood, you know, my first 21 years until I left, uh, I guess I was 21, yeah, 93, yeah, 93, yeah, 93, until I left France, you know, that was, well, actually, even before, because I went to Saint-Tropez, and then, which, you know, I, I grew up in, around Bordeaux, we moved uh, three or four times, I guess, and, uh, but anyway, always near Bordeaux, and so, you know, my family was, of course, my family. And, uh, but it was a dysfunctional one. Well, I guess which one is not. But it was just, let's just say, it was, it was not that healthy of an environment with my parents. I was very happy to be able to get the hell out of there. So, you know, not, not, uh, not a happy nest. <laughs> not, uh, not a great cradle for me. And, but, you know, with my sisters, I mean, you know, we had... Uh, we had a connection. I mean, we had a relationship. I I was in pretty good term, I would say, with all of them. And even with my parents, you know, of course, within the field of conditionality, you know, as long as I behave a certain way, more so with my parents, but eh, to some extent with my sisters as well. And I'm not, I'm not a ballsy kind of a person, you know, I'm not... Uh, uh, I'm okay. I, I'm flexible. I can, I can adapt. I think there's definitely a trait of mine that I can adapt. But when I moved away, when I moved to England first and then the States, then I drifted away and it, became, and it became less and less relevant because each time we would see each other, all we had to relate was the past. There was no, no connection. And even more so when I moved to the state and when I met Glenda and then really when I blossomed as this new person, as uh, this Anthony, you know, when Anthony kind of, when uh, Philip died and when Anthony came to be, uh, then it was even harder to get that across. With my youngest sister, somehow, 
there was there, there was an ability there was a, still a possibility of sharing uh, but she definitely has a handful with her, one of her son and uh, it did, just didn't translate if I wasn't the one initiating the contact and you know like right now I have stopped being the initiator and uh, well my older sister my oldest actually still contact me from time to time but the other two don't they would if I would contact them but they just I don't remember them ever they may have, but I just don't... I mean, it would be very rare. Mostly, it's always been me to initiate. And uh, and I kind of get tired of that. You know, feeling like in order for me to have a relationship, it depends on me to be the one to do it. And I'm like, what is that? And just be, it, it was not acceptable. It wasn't sustainable, sustainable anymore. So, you know, so that root basically rotted away. You know, my uh, my upbringing, you know, the last time I went to France, when I went to spend 10 days with my mother, uh, it really felt like a funeral away from me. When I looked at uh, Floirac, you know, where I grew up from 81 until uh, 90, when did I move? 91, I guess. 90, I guess, when I moved to Saint-Tropez. I think it was 90, January 90, I think, when I moved to Saint-Tropez. So, but, you know, nine years where... Uh, the most significant part of my childhood. So 81, I was nine years old when I moved there. And then, you know, got my friends. Um, but again, everything was in the past. There was just nothing that I could relate and connect. It, it, it felt so foreign in a way. You know, went to the neighbor. Well, not many that still there, but some, you know, but all there was was just the past and there was nothing in the present. And it was almost unbearable. So in a way, it felt like I, I said goodbye to my mother. Um, so, you know, friends to me is like, uh, I went to with Glenda to Saint-Tropez, which was kind of fun, uh, where I worked. I've gone, to, I've gone to some places again, like the, um, ooh, what's the name in the, um, my first restaurant in La Traine. Uh, L'Auberge du Bon Coin, I still remember. L'Auberge du Bon Coin, I actually took a walk there. It was like, uh, I don't know, 10, 12K one way, so like, you know, 24K. So a good uh, 15 miles, I guess, 14, 15 miler. I did a, I did a walk, which is not a, not a pretty walk, eh? it's on a road. But I chose to go one, 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 uh, one day when I was at my mother, you know. And then, of course, the restaurant is gone. There was a fire years back. And uh, that restaurant went away, and it's a home now. The field is, well, of course, the church was there and then the, the field which was right behind the restaurant. But that became a, a private residence. So, you know, all those things to me, I did not build upon. It's like each time, you know, there was France, then I moved to England, then from England traveled in Europe and then from Europe to the States. And then, then with, uh, with Glenda, you know, that that's such a significant relationship to me, which... You know, in the end, it was again unsustainable. So it lasted. I mean, I, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't think it's too too shabby. You know, almost twenty two years. You know, from uh, ninety five when I met her until uh, two thousand seventeen. So, well, I guess technically, when we officially started was on my birthday in ninety six April, but I met her in. Uh, 
in September of 95. And, uh, and after the divorce, when I went to see her again, and then realized, oh, wow, <laughs> there, was, there was a divide. And I, of course, I respected her, her anger. But in terms of I realized I just I wasn't I wasn't going to connect with that. So that part is gone. You know, if she ever chooses to to contact me, which I highly doubt it, you know, after four years now almost, but I'm done. So a tree without roots, you know, my life kind of feels like that way, you know, and then here we have, uh, you know, uh, the life, you know, that I had, you know, in that place in, in uh, El Barrio Nuevo with Urban, you know, uh, that crazy love story with Pilar and Maribel. I mean, amazing, maybe the, the richest uh, period of my life in terms of quality of connection with other human beings, really felt honored and respected. And anyway, just uh, a very nurturing, a rich period. And then, <laughs> you know, when I thought of doing the pilgrimage, part of it was considering committing myself to actually staying there many years. I could see that, but I wanted to make sure. I wanted to spend time away to reflect and to contemplate. And, you know, sometimes when you are inside of it, it's easy to lose focus. So, and then, you know, with those things that happened to realize, no, that that's over. So... A tree without roots. And here I am now, you know, 49 years old. Um, and then starting again. I mean, I have met people. I have to say, I, I have, uh, you know, Pilar is uh, a very, very dear friend of mine. And uh, somebody very valuable that I really highly value and respect and, and cherish. That is just the uh, sweetest person. And... Uh, and of course, Urban, I will always cherish the memory, the time, the exchange, the quality, the experience, you know, what happened. And uh, it doesn't have to, to, to be anything else. It doesn't have to be projected into the future. It just was. It, it, it was something. And uh, I remember when that day came, when the door closed, when that connection was gone. And it was just, we were just left with being in the head. And, and <laughs> it was not the same connection anymore. It was not a heart to heart connection anymore. And for whatever reason so far in my life, that is, that is a requirement for me. I want a heart connection with another human being. I, don't, I just don't want to talk to somebody. I want to feel that person. And it's even harder, you know, once you have it and once you become aware that it's not there anymore, what do you do? So a tree without roots. So a rolling mouse, a rolling ball gather, a rolling mo a rolling ball or rolling rock or gather no moss, yeah? Um, a rolling stone, oh my goodness, a rolling stone, of course, a band, a rolling stone gather no moss. In a way, I do feel like that, you know? And now more than ever, you know, down to about, what, 20, 25 pounds, I guess, is what I'm down, you know, with what belongs to me in the world. I have shaded more, you know, since arriving in uh, in Spain with what I had with me, I have less now in my pack. And of course, part of it is I don't want to carry more than what I absolutely have to because <laughs> that weight is not enjoyable, you know, when you move around. So 
a tree without roots. And I don't feel bad, you know, I don't feel like a victim. I just, I find my life strange. I really, to me, my life, my life is a mystery. Is a, is a mystery. I am oblivious to, to where I'm heading, to what it's about. I am somehow, I don't know if I am uh, surrendering to it or if I'm accepting it or if I'm just trusting it and I'm not worried. I'm not sure which one it is, you know, if I'm resigning myself to it because I, I can't fight against it, you know. I can't make myself do something that I don't want to do. It's crazy. I should go to a doctor to get a prescription and then to, to show that, look, look, I have an allergy to doing something I don't want to do. <laughs> Anywho, a tree without roots. In a way, it's, it's kind of like a death each time, you know? Like I was talking to a friend, talking about photos, you know, that I don't have photos anymore. I don't, uh, if I do take photos, they are to share. And then once I share them, I delete them. I just don't, uh, I'm not even sure it's, I don't have a need is a correct word for it. It is just not necessary anymore. I don't value them or I don't need them, you know? Like this morning, uh, there was this beautiful uh, rainbow, you know, that was almost cut halfway. On the left of the rainbow, there was uh, clouds and rain. And it's just very, very nice, big, healthy, sturdy. Second half of the rainbow on the right side and then sun. You know, there was kind of a weird morning today in terms of sunny and then cloud and rain and sunny again and those scattered showers. Uh, and I was thinking because there was somebody I wanted to share it with. So I took pictures for it. And then as I was sending them, I was deleting them because it just didn't make any sense to what am I going to keep them for? There was uh, George Cullen, we talked about this, like, was it George? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was George Carlin. But the idea of taking pictures is like, what, you're not going to be getting new moments happening in your life in the future that somehow you're going to get stuck with looking back. And I kind of like that idea. The idea of like, what is it about carrying the past into the future? It's like, you're going to keep having moments. What is this thing about wanting to hold on to that you know, I don't know about you, but to me, all my cherished moment, I was thinking yesterday about Sophie Mazuri. When I was in uh, uh, Collège Raillet in, in Florac, there was this girl that I first fell in love with. She was the reason why I joined the volleyball <laughs> team. I had no interest in it. You know, soccer was my, was of course, like most boys, but I joined volleyball because of a girl. That's to give you an idea about the power women have on me. And, uh, you know, then thinking of my first love, Stéphanie Perard, in 92, uh, Ile d'Oléron, that she was in uh, near Lyon. Then I went to, I, I couldn't wait. I had to, <laughs> I ended up quitting uh, where I was working with uh, my sister's boyfriend. And it, it was very nice working with him, but I was like, I can't, you know, I got to go see her. So I just ended up going, take a train and then uh, spend time with her. And thinking of those people in those moments, and of course, my memory is not going to be 100% accurate, but I remember. In my mind and in my heart, it's like, yeah, I remember. I remember a lot of things. And the one that I don't, it's okay. I mean, I, I'm not going to... I guess they say you, you can you somehow have access to all your memories. But in terms of, you know, how you prioritize, for me, 
Yeah, there are a lot of them, but the one that I don't, I don't, uh, I don't sweat it. You know, it's not a big deal. Like Pilar, you know, I'll never forget her. I'll never forget Urban. You know, I'll never forget Maribel. Uh, so there are people in my life, you know, people are really what's most important to me. I mean, I have, I have been to beautiful places, you know, Big Bend National Parks. I really, it's a beautiful place. Uh, you know, skiing, you know, in Colorado, uh, in Idaho, New Mexico, West Virginia. Um, even when I was a wilderness guide, I mean, yeah, I've gone, I've gone to a lot of places. But people to me is the one that, uh, those memories. But yeah, the photos, yeah, you know, if I had a chance to look at a picture of Stéphanie Perard or, well, Sophie Mazuri, I would have to look at a, f- a class photo too. <laughs> you know, we're talking about 80, shit, 84, I guess, 83, 84, you know. And that was my first uh, uh, middle school class, yeah, sixième in French, which is basically... Uh, six, seven, eight grade, oh, sixth grade, I guess. Yeah, CCM, sixth grade. Okay, uh, I think I think that's about right. And uh, but yeah, now it's like uh, like I'm looking now to even moving my the bank account, finally closing the the one in America because I can't use the app. I can't even open my account online. It's kind of a hassle, and I'm like. I'm not going back to the States, so there is no point. And that's really the last uh, umbilical cord I have with the U.S. And it's time to cut that off. So, a tree without roots. My goodness. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's a long one. But anyway, fair enough. I'll leave it at that. I think that's plenty plenty for now so uh, here are some thoughts about a tree without a roots coming to term with uh, that's the kind of person that I am and that doesn't mean that I will never have roots like with Pillar when I met her I was completely gone she could have done with me what she wanted I was like I just wanted to be with her so I'm not saying that I will always be that but at the same time it's okay if I am So I'll leave you with that, folks. You'll have a great day. Uh, Enjoy gardening, looking for roots. (laughs) Digging in the dirt to the places I got hurt. And remember that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Home.